Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the uh, little series that we are calling Jacking It With Force with the Jacks. We are the Jacks, I'm Steve Valentino. And I'm Benny Brunel. And we are going to be breaking down, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Um, yes, so let's let's do a little brief, let's do a brief, because we talked about memories, we talked about our, our thoughts and feelings and uh, the emotions it provoked when we think about Attack of the Clones before, but there was a few things that that, that I I overlooked and I didn't mention. Um, so let's just do a little bit, a little refresh as well. What we were anticipating, what we were excited about the film, or what we were we were we were not looking forward to watching the film. Ben, what some of the things that you were you were excited about, what feelings before we even started, before we even press play. What were the things that came up for you when you think Attack of the Clones? Django Fett. Django. Django Fett. I love the world. The character of Boba Fett. So getting mm -hmm. to learn about him a bit more. We love an origin story. We love, we an, love origin an origin story. story. We do. Um, his was good. I think intriguing. 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 Enough. Enough. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. I think that the character knowing where it's always good when you know where something's gonna go and then you see where it came from. That's. I mean, that's why we love an origin story. We go, oh, that's another piece to the puzzle that makes it all fit. And there was enough intrigue and there was enough enough. Um, he was, a, I mean, he's a badass, right? Like in the, in in four to six, right? So then, when you find the origin of where, uh, when you get to watch the forming of that, it's the same reason that we love watching sort of Anakin. Well, love watching Anakin's. Why we're watching Anakin's journey? It's to see, oh, that bit yes. happened, that bit yeah. happened, and now that person makes sense. So, exactly, yeah. it's the causality. Um, yeah, yeah, the chain of causation. Yeah, yeah that's that's that was. Pretty much it <laughs> to say from this Bad film. Time. It's a very, to me, this is the most forgettable film that they've made. Really? For me. Ah, man. Okay, me. fair enough. For well, me. Well, well, well I, I mean, just, yeah, okay, cool, go for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I disagree, obviously, which is why I exclaimed so loudly and cut you up. <laughs> so. We will get in, we'll get into, yeah. we'll get into it, but. Uh, That's why I cut you off. Why, <laughs> or what were you expecting from this film? Well, what did you want? Well, I, mean, I, I thought, so it, again, I, the whole reason we're doing this is because I think I'm watching it with different eyes and I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and I think I'm going to enjoy the, the political drama that is running underneath it. Because I believed... <laughs> yeah, you're giggling because you know, <laughs> you know that I've, I've changed my mind on this, Ben. Only slightly. Uh, yeah, just know. a touch. <laughs> um, I, I believed. I believed that maybe there was a whole level to this film that I just didn't understand because I was a kid and, and there was a whole lot of political stuff and there was there would have been, again, I thought, uh, episode one proved me to be wrong, that there was going to be these great performances because there's these great actors and they'd string it together yeah. and oh wow, we get to see a political drama with these powerhouse <laughs> actors because they are, man. But then, as we know, Liam Neeson let us down big time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone let us down big time. Everyone. But I was excited to watch that and see how it unfolds. Um, I disagree that it's the most forgettable one. And I, I actually, uh, we'll get, as you said, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. The big, big thing that um, Count Dooku is, is, a, is a bit of a boss. I actually really enjoy him in the film. Um, and so I, I think that one of the things that happens is that Georgie Boy is able to create really intriguing bad guys right really intriguing narratives for them and motivations for them i think he understands 
right in darker characters better and like we've been talking about Stephen King a lot at the moment as well yeah, right yeah so and so with that and you know how it's sort of like oh oh that's really good I'm really interested yes oh now it's just some dribbly nonsense right I think that's what happens with his bad guys as well and so like um actually no I think it just happens with his films um Lucas not King's films obviously um, but so I was in. I really like Dooku, and I love that he had his his, his cool lightsabers. Like we get we get variations on the lightsabers this time, um, which makes made me just go. Well, why don't we see more more of that? Like we've got. Why would Dooku have a bent one? I, I don't, don't understand. I do not know either. I think in the lore of Jedi and Sith that you have to build your own lightsaber. Of course you do. Yep, yep. That's, yep. that's, that's part when of you the process, build it. And right? then there's trials you have to do to get your crystal. Mm -hmm. and I love it. how that's clearly shown to us in I've the film. I've never been told I in love film. that that is present all the way through. I love it when... Sorry, go I'm on. sure we see what a little bit of it in the You see it in the sixth, late. Well, you do. In we the do. sixth, you see Luke building a new lightsaber. Because he turns to the green one, doesn't he? Mm. You see him putting the crystal in, mm. and yeah, but not. And then Darth Vader goes, "Oh, you built your own lightsaber." Yeah, but it's not. It's not made. It's not made like, like it. It doesn't come. And I get it. I get that it's like it's not going to be. Obviously, they're not going to. Considering how much, sorry, considering how much they ham fist some of the other nonsense, right? <laughs> when you've got something that's genuinely intriguing, because that scene, right? If you have someone literally building their weapon. Right? Yeah. And they've earned every step. It's like every game. It's like every yeah. game where you go through each trial, you get to get a new piece of, you open a new loot thing, you get a new piece of equipment, you add it to the thing. We love that. Yes. Now, if we imagine, imagine if we'd actually seen, um, seen these things happen. Now, I don't know if we do, and I'm forgetting it later on. Like you said that Luke, oh, I so see you built your own lightsaber. But do, I don't remember ever, and, and this might be that, that, again, this is why I want to rewatch it so with fresh eyes because I probably missed a lot of stuff. Mm. But I don't remember see, like that being a thing in my head where I was like, oh man, I really wish I could build my own lightsaber as a kid. Right? Yeah. So if as a kid I didn't get that, I just think that that's, a, that's just a misstep in like the, the, it's a missed opportunity in the storytelling, I think. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And you know me and my love for the Knights of the Old Republic game. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's ever played it will know, and I'll just briefly go over it. There's a, you, Your character, you don't start off as a Jedi. Mm. You then have to go to the council and be taught how to be a Jedi. And there's so much, it's so dense in everything that you have to do. And you, you actually feel like you understand a little bit more the trials of becoming a Jedi. That's Granted, cool. in a game. Yeah, of so course. Like you said, it's immersive. You're, you're active. You're an active participant in the story. So yeah, yeah. The, the time frame is very sped up. It's probably like a 15 minute thing you're doing. Mm. But you feel rewarded for going and learning about the law and everything because mm. then you have to do a test and it's just like, then you have to go to the caves to find your own crystal. That's part of a mission. And then you build your own lightsaber, yeah. and then it's, it's just right at the end. It's like congratulations, you're now a Jedi. It's cool, it's right? Awesome. Boom. Now, so then imagine if, so we see that. Imagine if that that was that story was really told to us, the audience, so that then when when you know people get past a new light, past someone else's lightsaber, you see the in, how, right. Let's take Lord of the Rings, right? When um, oh, come on, have a go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, I'm trying to remember what the sword is called. Uh, but when Aragorn, when they, when they, um, is it still whatever the whatever the sword is yes. called? Um, anyways, and it's, it's and the uh, the flame of whatever. Um, we only we watched it not so long ago, and I still can't remember. Um, but anyway, but that moment when he when they revealed the sword, it's like oh, the elves have to forge it back together, and yes. it's made by this, this, and this. And now, whoa, hold on, Aragorn just went up a few levels, right? Yeah. Aragorn just got leveled up. His power his power levels now gone up. He's now stronger. He is now a better threat. Oh, it's about to go down, right? Because it, there's the lineage and the heritage of the weapon. And you're then, again, it builds the world and it forms it even bigger. Why don't we get to see those things, man? <laughs> Why don't we get to see these incredibly intricate, interesting world that is there that we just don't... To help me out, man. Well, then it, Show it, me. It, yeah, because then it, it, me. it builds the history <laughs> with you. Yeah, it's exactly. not just it's not just known mm-hmm. by some characters to be told. You we uh, we could go with it and we'd be feel like we're a part of it as well. I I completely agree. And again, but it, it's that it builds that anticipation again as well. Like I said, like that I think like the this episode seven seven to nine. You it's like look warp speed light speed not warp speed but you know what I mean like I'm here fast you know we're there right let's let's just go travel really fast and we get there and there's no you don't understand you don't know what the power levels of these people are you don't understand the characters yeah and you don't so you don't know how they're gonna fare and let man I really wow how poor the 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 establishment of of whose powers of what and who things are that's like the whole way through this entire <laughs> thing you're just fumbling around yeah, going it, it does feel like okay now the bad guys are really powerful yep. because we need them to be because really we powerful. told you they are but then all of a sudden the jedi are really strong because we need the jedi yep. to be on top yep all right <laughs> yeah it's like it's that moment it's like constantly you know like say like do you know what? Let's just get into it. We'll get. We'll, we'll, let's just start breaking now. We're gonna start running through. Sort of. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. Sort of. We're not literally gonna go beat for beat. And and go, man, the notes that I made, I literally, <laughs> I couldn't. Every two seconds, I was like, "Well, that's stupid." That but and well, actually, no, it wasn't just that. That's stupid. But I made copious notes, and then I've read the back, and I was like, "If this would be a thousand hours of a podcast, I would like." Yeah. I just so we, we'll we'll just go through. And we're going to sort of do bits, pull out the bits that we really want to talk about. Um, and then, and, and yeah, just to say our thoughts. And, and, and I, I will say, I will definitely say that of, of episode one and two, so far, two, I like a lot more. Fair enough. From that, I guess no. <laughs> uh, but cool, man. Ben, take us away, man. Let's just, let's so, just start doing it, man. Fair <laughs> enough. So we start in Coruscant, where the Queen... Is attempt there's an assassination on the queen. See, already I need to stop you, right? So already what we've done, we open, we open on right. Obviously the scroll and all that with the gibberish, which would be a kid being like, "What's that word mean, Dad?" It's like, oh God, it wasn't this difficult when I first watched it. Um, as the ships, I I know I'm not going to do this as I do, but as the ships are entering the orbit of the planet, they just, I'll just do a spin. So they spin <laughs> on entry, on entering the, the atmosphere of this planet. They're just like, let's just spin. 
For there's no like I can't imagine the function or what that could uh, possibly yeah, be. Gravity. What could it do? It just makes no sense. And yeah, let's do that. Let's just think. Consider the, but it just spins because I would imagine. I no, I'm 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 no physicist. I would imagine that if something spins as it approaches an, uh, the atmosphere of a planet. I would only imagine that the spin would increase. Yes, of Because course. the pull would be there, so the force would keep going. So basically, the, the ship, the ship would, would essentially become a drill and drill into the planet that... But I guess, never mind, we mm. wanted a nice visual effect. So... CG, maybe. This is CG. Gonna, that, that's going to be... That, I'm going to try and not just rip on the visual effects. Fair enough. I think I got it out my system. I don't think I'm going to be able to contain that again. But yeah, cool. Right. So anyway, they land. So after after they're all after they stop vomiting. Yeah. After they stop vomiting after spinning with I guess they've got gravitational boots inside the ship and of they've course, got that. Of I course, mean that's, that's fine. I get that. We've seen that in other things. Yeah. We're in a spin, but then no, because then they'll spin later and they'll be dizzy. Who knows? Whatever. This is cool. Sorry. If, if Star Wars would, This could take forever if I do this. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it all the way through. <laughs> I might. Right. Then, uh, so yeah. Assassination attempt. Boom! Nice inciting incident right, right at the beginning. Yep. Where the Queen's bodyguard is murdered. Yes. So we now know. Oh. Queen Amidala is in trouble. Uh-huh. Uh, we well, she's the, not the Queen anymore. She's, we don't know that yet. We're not, oh no way they, they, they say senator yeah, they, say it there. they say call a senator and we're like hold on things have changed yeah yep. uh, and then we, we go straight into where the original cast all get back together so we we see Luke and not Luke freaking Anakin and Obi-Wan yeah. they meet up with Senator Amidala well after her whole team respawns that's the thing so they all get blown up apart from her and her guard with the eye patch but no scars anywhere else. Yep. So it's implied that it's from battle, but it was probably just that he's, he's diabetic. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's diabetic and he's, he's got a he lazy lost eye. one eye. He's or maybe he's got a lazy eye. eye. Maybe he's just got a lazy eye and it's just it's, it's asleep. But no, so he's got no damage anywhere else. No scars on his face or anything. Just lost his eye. But oh, that's cool. Boy. And then yeah, they all respawn. She's got a squad again. Um, jibber jabbering on, but yeah, go on, gosh. So, yeah, Let's get the team back together. So, yeah, they're all back together, and we are shown to where we're shown to it's the Jedi, isn't it? The Jedi. Yeah, well, she needs a guard now, so she's like, it's like, hey, wait a minute, hey, we need protect you need protection, and she's like, no, what? I don't, don't disrupt my plans, your whole team just got blown up. If that's not disruptive enough for your plans, I don't know what it is, right? And then she gets... Because this is when, when Palpatine's going to set her up, right? So he can... Palpatine clearly... And this is what I like, and this is why I actually do like the film, because Palpatine clearly has some form of... He, well, we know he can read everything, right? Yeah. Because he can read the fact that Anakin has feelings for 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 things. So he's going to put them together, he's going to coax that out of him. He's gonna be. He knows that that what what better what better way to bring out the dark side than to 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 ignite lust in a man. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So he's gonna put them together because he's gonna make them tested. I love that. See, yeah. this is this is what I'm starting to get right. I like that. <laughs> but also before then, Yoda's just chilling 
and Yoda's like, ah, bloody dark side. It's just clouding everything. Dark side's over there. <laughs> it's opposite you. What? How weak are you, Joe? Like, I don't get it. I um, I can come up with theories, but nothing that could be, you know, freaking said in the film. I know. There's not. It's never said in the film, so I'm mad to draw my own conclusions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Towards yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe because he's using like dark side techniques, which are more powerful than sure. the Jedi, and which he can cope cloak himself mm. in, in which they can only see this one mask and it's just like but it's never been explained no. to us so I'm just making a theory and having to stick with yeah, it you're trying to, to help you through the film you're patching you're patching up the story for yourself with your own imagination which you should never have to do you know you're like Wah. well like and that's what he get because one of the one of the things in that scene that really like uh, stuck out for me is that there's that thousand years thing and he goes the, the, the Republic has stood for a thousand years mm, yes and then in the first film, again, we get a thousand years. He goes, we, the Sith haven't been around for a thousand years. Then the episode two, the Senate, the, the, the Republic stood for a thousand years. It's like, well, then you don't do that by accident. And this is when I get really annoyed by like the fact that in this film, there's clearly good stuff. There's good bits. And then there's awful bits. And it's like, if you can do that bit right, just do the other bit right. <laughs> but that's, I think the implication there is that the Sith have ran the Senate. For a thousand years. Because why else would you say it? Mm. You know? That's that's what I think. But yeah. Nice. So yeah. And then yeah. Annie! Annie. Ha, ha, I've never felt you this tense since we bummed. Like why <laughs> you <laughs> the homey one? Leave him alone, you little Nazi boy. Yeah. But no. We, I think I think the Anakin and Obi-Wan they are a lot better. Oh my god. Yeah. Acting wise and just just as characters. Yes. They're, yes, they a bit more. It feels like they're a bit more fleshed out. It, Absolutely, like, the actors know a little bit more about where they want to go with them. Yeah, it's it's not just this monosyllabic. Mm. Just, let's just read the line and get it over. Like who'd who'd have ever thought that Liam Neeson would be the thing that dragged a dragged a scene down? Do you know what I mean? He's a pretty good actor, I consider anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And then uh, yeah, cool. So we we are taken to. I'm just gonna yeah, yeah jump, jump ahead, I'm jump, jump it to jump. the second assassination. We could be here forever. <laughs> yep. Yes. Where we are in uh, Senator Padme's quarters, mm-hmm. and we get a nice sort of dialogue between Anakin and Obi Wan, during which time an assassination attempt. <laughs> yeah. After literally saying. Uh, don't worry, I can sense everything in the room. He stopped sensing everything in the room and the poisoner's millipede. Which is, that was the line as well. We need to go for something a bit more subtle. Yes. A flying robot that cuts a hole in a glass window and then, and then impregnates the room <laughs> with a poisonous millipede. Yeah. Two poisonous millipedes in the hope that they find the right target and poison. What if someone else is in the room? And yeah, and they. What happens if like that? It's like one bite, and then it's dead. Like a. And it just chills. Just... Yeah. What's it gonna do? Does it disintegrate? Does it go Maybe. away? Maybe. Because it, but... it was like the perfect. Because it starts weapon. as like a it starts as a gush. Like it's a, it's in a tube thing, right? So it could be one of those. It could be like a like a poisonous millipede on a timer. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll, I'll take that. 
yeah. that it was going to disappear. So it w- All right. It was going to be subtle. So you're going to write the story for him again. Yes, again. So- <laughs> we continue to patch for you, Georgie boy. <laughs> Which leads... But don't worry. Yes. They've sensed the room again. <laughs> They're paying attention now, guys. Which leads to our first real sort of action-y sequence mm-hmm. with the chase yes. through... Is it Coversant, I'm guessing? I, I, I mean, that's where they are. On Coversant, I, so. I think I can't keep up with all the names, man. If anyone's listening to this going, that's not where they are, we know. <laughs> we just don't know what it's called. Yeah, so in this, in this chase sequence, we see Anakin mm. steal... Yes, we which see. Jedi's have loved, like, yeah, sure. Loyal. Look, keepers of the peace, you wonder why everyone hates you, right? You want to know why there's a bunch of people leaving the Republic and signing up with someone else because they don't want to be ruled by the Jedi. You dickheads run around stealing from people. You see it later, it's Jedi business. Fuck you, it's Jedi business. <laughs> About Jedi business, if we don't even we right now in the world we're screaming defund the police, right? Trust me, the the whole galaxy would want to defund the Jedi. It's it's like if you like chase someone down and then stole someone's car and then went, excuse me, gym business. Yeah, <laughs> like because there's, there's it's such a like they're just like whatever. I'm just gonna go and do it. Like ah, oh, it's just, but. But it just it the Jedi just are so they're so unlikable. I'm sorry, but I don't. If I was just normal civilian, <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I do not want to play with these Jedi. I'm good, man. Mm. Like running, like, but yeah. But pff. one thing I did with this, right? When when Obi Wan jumps out, boom, jumps out the window instead of using the Force. So also, is he? Are they? Are they bullet? Are they like glass proof? Like he no cuts on him, no nothing. Jumps through the window, fine. Suspend disbelief. Here's one of the things that I liked. Okay, so remember when he he the Darth Maul him and he he falls down the hole and he's hanging, right? Yeah. And he's got to use both hands. And then, the lightsaber falls and he doesn't catch it because he's he can't use the force without using his hands. And he's not strong enough to hold himself up with one arm. Well, guess what? In this film, he can. So there's a moment when he's flying and he loses, and he's flying with one arm. Well, now he bangs into the bangs into the building, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's not important. That's not the important bit. It's not important what he bangs into. What's important is that we see the development of his strength. <laughs> From episode one to episode two, he now has strong arms. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Growth storytelling. <laughs> Thanks, George. Uh, <laughs> so we see uh, in this chase, we see Anakin. It's it's conveying that he's still a master pilot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but impetuous with his with his abilities, mm. driving through el- electrical field, which brings some truly masterful acting. In, in my... Well, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> just that weird jolt look as he's driving but you've got it I mean how else do you show people you're going fast <laughs> if you don't throw your head back and just you know. <laughs> uh, but we get as well like this like because we, we, we like there's so many things in this scene that I was like Ugh. I mean you can't have obviously you can't have a Star Wars film without a chase no you can't have a Star Wars film without a chase fine that's a trope alright cool 
But it's just so like that happens. Like there's the bit they fly through this bit the, the bit where there's the ele- electric force field, right? Yeah. And and uh, and the shapeshifter flies through, shoots it so that the electrical field comes up. And what again, I really like what happens then because then they, Anakin is not scared of being electrocuted. And he's not scared of that feeling. So he just flies through it. And that's when he gets electrocuted and then you see you see him sort of grimace, but like with the sort of resolute, this is fine. And there's a, a, and then Obi-Wan is like, oh God, I hate it. And I was like, I like that. I like that there's this something about him being like tortured, that sort of, you know, like when like being like ugh, almost into the pain a little bit. Like there's something about those little moments with yeah. Anakin in this film that make me go, I like this. I you like see, Anakin. Yeah, you see, you see the drive of, him wanting to get what he wants. Yeah, and it being... Of... Yeah, it doesn't matter if it hurts, but it's, you know... The torture of the electric of the electricity as well, because that's so significant, like the force... Like, the, you know, like the oh, force... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah the, well. yeah, the foreshadowing of that. That's what I mean. So, like, you see the sort of the torturing and it not... Him voluntarily entering that electricity and the elect... Like, the, the force electricity is so constant throughout these these films... And there's something about, I just think that there's, I think that, that, that when, when George is plotting out these things, he comes up with moments like that and goes, yes, that's great, I've got it. And then he puts it in and then he just think, doesn't worry about the rest of it, you know? Yeah. I mean? But yeah, cool. So like, we get to it finally. Oh, we've got to keep catching her. Use the, I don't understand what the force, use the force. You Just well, use it. Yeah, we... We've we've already discussed. Yeah, like, no, we, no. we don't know the level of at all. Not at all. It's so varying. It's untrue. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is, man. But uh, yeah. So they they finally get her get her ship down, mm-hmm. and the chase continues through the the canteen. And this is where we're now supposed to see. Obi-Wan be the teacher. We do get an... I do quite like it. I think it's, you get a... You get a better... I think you get more from... From these two in this moment than you do... Sorry, exactly, is that what you're, exactly exactly. you're going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. But continue. But yeah, just you get more from these two in this moment before they go into... You know, you actually get a mentor-mentee relationship and you never really see that in a genuine way, I don't think, from from Obi-Wan and... and, and, and Qui-Gon, I don't think that you ever really have a moment where you understand their relationship, you understand anything, and this sets it up. Um, I think uh, it makes me wish that we'd seen more of Obi-Wan and Anakin when he was a boy, because I think they should have paired them two together more in episode one, Yeah. because what we get from their relationship in episode two, and then what I'm looking forward to seeing in episode three with the deterioration as it goes... If they'd have planted even more seeds in episode one, it would have meant even more. Because uh, these scenes, when they're together, I just thought, well, I really, like... Uh, I mean, awful laugh in the lift earlier aside. <laughs> they're not the worst scenes. No. Yeah. And and uh, I think, again, once I've watched all three, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll have a better understanding. But from what I remember, it's... Anakin only ever really turns to the dark side... When he's away from Obi Wan, yes. So yeah, that makes sense. So what I would have liked to have seen is more moments of those two together, and yeah, even if yeah. Anakin was doing things wrong, 
he was listening to Obi-Wan mm, mm. and learning. Yes, and yes, then yes. the moment we get up, ripped away from him, exactly. Palpatine jumps in. Exactly. As the teacher, I think that would have been a nice... Well, that's why I think that's why Palpatine... Because I think Palpatine can sense all that. And like you said, that Obi-Wan's supposed to be super powerful. We only get told that. We never really get shown that. Um, but that's why Palpatine sets him up as the guard because I think he's he knows full well that love is what will think about it, like what what separates what separates children from their mums. You know what I mean? Like when like you, I, I don't mean well, what separates children from their mums in this universe is the Jedi. <laughs> hey, child, you have powers. Come with me. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Right, but we we'll get we'll get into that bit of later when we see the kids. Um, but but I think that's why that's and again this is why I really I actually. As a story, I rate this film a lot more than I thought I was gonna, because there's a lot of stuff that make that, that makes sense and it's subtle storytelling. So Palpatine, Palpatine's like, ah, oh, Obi Wan, you know, he doesn't say Anakin. Well, you, your guard should be Obi Wan. Knowing full well Anakin's with Obi Wan and knowing full well Anakin wants to be with Padme. Because he can feel that, and also Padme's fit, so you dangle a little bit of snatch in front of a dude, and he's like, "I think goes." <laughs> but that's what I'm. So that's why I think you know already now as well. On top of that, already he's got mummy issues because he's been separated from his mum, and then he's repl- he's then bringing uh, bringing Padme in, who's older than him, which is why Anakin's so obsessed with her. It's great. I love it. I think it's wicked. But I don't think it. I, I just don't think the execution. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. It's what I, I want it to be. As, now you've said it, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, exactly. But that's not how films uh, should no. work. Films no, no. Should you be, should see it, you and should, that should say it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, the assassin is inevitably killed. Uh huh. After this. Long out, uh, drawn out. It's a shapeshifter. Look, the assassin's assassinated instead of uh, by the other assassin. By the assassin <laughs> who hired the assassin. <laughs> you, can you see where I got lost in this film? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, what's the what's the chain? What's the chain? It's so. Let's work backwards. Let's work backwards from poisonous millipede, flying droid, assassin, shapeshifter. shapeshifter. Uh, Django, Django, uh, bounty hunter. So hold on, sorry, sorry, sorry. So poisonous millipede, flying droid, shapeshifter assassin, bounty hunter, and then hired by. Uh, it would have been Count Dooku. Count Dooku. So, uh, so bounty hunter hired by former Jedi now Sith Lord. Wait, no, is it? Or would no, it would have been the trade union guys because. But he, that is Dooku though. That is Dooku. But the trade union working under Dooku, who's working under the Empire. Oh yeah. What a chain. What a chain. All of those people and the best option they had was poisonous millipedes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on man. Democracy at work guys. Democracy at work. Yeah, yeah. Just whittle it down to the bugs. Let the bugs do the work. Oh yeah, and as well, yeah. So let's shoot, let's shoot. The let's shoot the assassin I hired with, with a dart that would definitely know where I'm from. That has distinct yeah. signs. It's, what the fuck is happening, man? So, so yeah. End of episode <laughs> one, guys. Uh, Why not shoot the Jedi's? Yeah, exactly. You've That's... already because because the thing is they've already because it, it's not that they're. Uh, 
other than not wanting to kill a Jedi, right? So they don't want to kill the Jedi because then the Jedi would be after them. So that's the only thing. But they've already killed... In, they've already tried to assassinate a senator who is an important uh, political person. So how would killing a Jedi be any worse than killing an entire team of people well, and be, a senator? It would be lesser, wouldn't it? Surely! In, ter in terms of their <laughs> democracy. Well, yeah. F the Jedis. They're just, they're just peacekeepers. They're and peacekeepers. they're really bad at their jobs. <laughs> of the Senate. <laughs> Peacekeepers and child snatchers. That's what the Jedi are. <laughs> That's all the Jedi are. Jesus, man. Ooh. Wow. So, yeah. So. It leads us to the second act, which I have briefly knocked down into. It's two parts. Mm. We've got Obi-Wan going off yeah. and doing the detective work yes. and figuring out who the assassin which was. Which I like. Yeah. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. And it's intercut with Anakin looking after Padme on yep. her home planet of Naboo. Yep. And we're starting to see the romance of Anakin and Padme together. Agreed, yeah. And, and, and then we're getting to see Obi-Wan learn about the coming up to the third act, which is the clone army that has been built. I think what's really good as well, what I really like about this, and I wasn't keen on the uh, the, the cuts between the two stories, right? So, so the scenes that literally go from, Hey, Annie. Oh, there's a clone army. You know, like, so the, the cut is a bit contrasting and it's a bit much, but I think that's important. I like, uh, first of all, I really like that you get to see Obi-Wan doing some Jedi stuff, right? But not in terms of, let me do my lightsaber stuff in terms of investigating and actually doing some work, yeah. right? Rather than just, hey, we landed. Oh, we had a little battle. Oh, now I've got to run away. Like he's actually doing a job and pursuing something. There isn't life and death as well. And that's what I like. I was going to say, it's it. We're, what he's actually done is actually shown us what the Jedi would do exactly in this world they've shown us instead of just telling us boom yeah, yeah. so yeah, we definitely. understand definitely. it when, the, when they say that they're the keepers of the peace we're actually seeing what they what they would do to keep the peace yes. which is investigate and try and infiltrate and then obviously you go back to the senate yeah. tell them his findings and then the senate would decide it's cool i like it i like it it's 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 almost noir-esque. Hey, do you know you've got a bit? I can see. Yeah, it's there. It's a sort of. And he, I, I like the way it's set up as well. It's done really well. Like when he lands, they're like, "Oh, we've been expecting you." Boom! Straight away intrigue. Oh, after all these years, we thought you weren't going to come. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. So how long has this been going on? Wait a minute. Someone else set this up. There's something afoot here. Boom! Thank you. Yep. Storytelling. I'm interested. Cut that in with the fact that we then also get Anakin and Padme, right? So at this point, and I like the contrast, I like that it's back to back, because if it was just one scene, you kind of maybe would forget, but you see the difference in, in, in where Obi-Wan is, and you see the difference in where Anakin is in his development. Yes. And it also, we didn't mention this actually, I just thought something like saying, we've also, this comes after, <laughs> this comes after the scene where um, he's like, Oh, Obi-Wan doesn't think I'm ready. I am ready. And then he has a tantrum, which proves you're not ready, right? Yes. So then what we see is we then see Obi-Wan being what Anakin's supposed to be. 
Yeah. What Anakin's supposed to become, we see that in what Obi-Wan is doing. And then we see how ill-equipped Anakin actually is in his development to be ready. He's not ready for them. Because yeah. he's sitting there going, I think I'm in love with you. You're so soft. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But one of the greatest things that scenes that we do get um, is when, you know, they're traveling and stuff. And and they sit there and he says, he's like, you know, what, what, I thought Jedi, uh, Padme says, I thought uh, Jedi's aren't allowed to love, it's against their rules. And then we get to learn about the philosophy of the Jedi. Yes. And he say, he breaks down that and he says that it's all about compassion and, and in truth, compassion is love. And he says it's, you're not allowed to have possessions. Okay, so actually what the Jedi philosophy is, is a beautiful philosophy on true love because one of the problems that you get is that you end up in, you know, people who are in relationships and then they try and control the person and they think they own that person and thus they treat that person like it's their possession. And Jedi love doesn't allow for possessions, but it does allow for compassion, which means it does allow for proper love. Wow! Yeah. Yes, some stuff. Oh, yes, Jedi. Yes, let's do this. Brilliant. And it's all in there. And it's all great. And I love that we get to learn that. Unfortunately, we then also get, oh, you're so soft. It's like, no, yeah. you've just, you've just expressed this beautiful philosophy on love. And then next, you know, next scene or pretty much next scene, you're stood there looking at her like she's a piece of meat, yeah. practically dribbling on her shoulder. Oh, well, then she does kiss him anyway. So it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> so it does work. Oh, you're so soft. Okay, honey, kiss me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to try that. But, um... <laughs> What I what I like about this this whole act is again the separation between Anakin and Obi Wan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You start to see without his mentorship and like you say, you we're seeing Obi Wan be what a Jedi should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're seeing Anakin doing what Jedi shouldn't do. If he had Obi Wan there to mentor him, he probably wouldn't have. Followed, pursued that or... Yeah, he wouldn't have because he knows he's not allowed to. Yeah, which, you separate which, him, you weaken him. Which yeah. again, with the Palpatine separating them, he knows, again, because he would know that he's supposed to be the chosen one. He's even said it to Anakin. Yes! You are the chosen one. Yeah, you're going to be more powerful. You're Yeah. yeah. So uh, we already now start to see him sort of like twisting that sort of narrative of where Anakin should be to uh -huh. where he needs him to be yeah, absolutely. which I kind of like as well Yeah, big time. it's just a shame his scenes weren't better written I don't, I don't think yeah I don't mind him I don't mind him I think that I think that I think it's a combo of I think uh, like the, the most let's be honest most films have a problem with natural dialogue but right? most most big films have like you know how many times you watch just watch it like a romantic scene with people, and you're just like, no one's ever done that. Like, like, and and I think that, I think that it it's hard to. No, I'm making. I'm trying to make too many excuses for it now. It's just bad. No, no, no you're right. It is bad. No, you're right. <laughs> but it's not. It's not the worst. And then we get. But we get as well. So this is, again, with that contrast, right? We then start to see while Annie's off, you know, trying to, trying to get a little dick sucks. He's like, you got, we start to see the threat that's being built and we actually start to, see, we get sort of to see the, 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 the clone army. Yes. And I think, and this is, I wrote, I wrote, I remember writing down in my notes, I, well, I remember, I read them. Um, earlier I wrote, 
oh, it looks good. It's like some of it looks great. No. And it was, and then at this bit as well, I've wrote down, like, looks really good. Like, I really like how it looks. But this is the remastered one, isn't it? It is indeed. But then I want to watch the proper one. I want to see <laughs> if it looks half as good. Again, I can't, I can't I remember. I can't remember. I can't too young remember. to, like, in my head, I'd, I'd like... No, I don't know. Seeing as we just watched it, I'm going to imagine it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Just, just to get me through it. Because it didn't look that bad from what I saw. But we also see... Uh, Obi-Wan now go and meet Jango Fett yes. within this clone army because yes. he's been tracking this poisonous dart that yeah. was killed. Uh, yeah. And, and he's we got meet... to take him back to, he needs to take him back to, to, to Yoda. We do indeed. So, and that in itself as well, it's like that sort of thing. This is when it made me just go, God, like, fuck the Jedi. Like, like if I was, if I wasn't, like, why would I just go back with the Jedi? Like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to go and chat to him and arrest him and bring you... Are you mad? I'm about... I'm just going to fly away. There's already only a few of you. You keep... You, you're trying to keep the peace. You just... As long as you avoid them. Yeah. You know, but I suppose that's kind of the thing, isn't it? You know, if you can avoid... You can avoid them. But, you know, but we, we do get that... The, the, the scene when they meet. And I don't hate that. I don't mind it. I don't think it's good, but I don't hate it. No, it's not that bad. It's yeah. it's sort of like a battle of the battle of the dicks, though, isn't it? It's uh... yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't go. Like you get as well the scene as soon as he, you know, he comes in, and as soon as as soon as he, uh, as uh, Obi Wan mentions, you know, have you been here recently? And then he goes, he goes and talks to the kid in whatever language he does, and the kid goes, ah. And again, I love that. I think that's a really nice little thing. That's when I feel like you're getting a bit of that noiriness yeah. as well. That sort of the detective goes into the bar exactly. and he asks the barman. He asks the barman. He goes, "Who's asking?" And then he goes and whispers something to the barmaid. She goes to the back and gets out a shotgun. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort it's, of vibe, isn't it? It's really nice. Oh well, yeah, it's good. It is good. Uh, yes. Uh, so we get uh, <laughs> a very fun fight sequence between uh, Django Fett and. Well, we also, in between this, wait, is it in between this? I think it's in between this. Oh, no, it's earlier. I just briefly want to mention, because I've wrote down his nightmare scene, lol. So I just want to briefly mention oh, that as go. well. Is it the other uh, way? No, I was going to take that all in Yeah, no, cool. Yeah, yeah, do it all in one go then. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you say. So, yeah, uh, we get the nice, fun fight sequence. Yes. <laughs> Obi-Wan drops his fucking lightsaber again. Because, dude... Because the lightsaber is too overpowered and he doesn't know how to write for the lightsaber. Right. He has to drop it all the time. Right. So why couldn't he, why doesn't he just slice him in half? Yeah, you are right. Let's make him lose it. Can't he just catch it with the force? Uh, that's not how the force works. How does the force work? <laughs> You're right. He does. That's exactly it's... what he does. Oh my God. Yeah, he, he wrote himself into a corner. He's written himself into the corner with the power of it. And then he just goes, well, why doesn't he just use it? I suppose he can just lose it. <laughs> if you can't use it, just lose it. That's his motto. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. It's horrible when you realise Wow, it. I hadn't thought I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So. <sighs> not uh, a bad fight. Not the worst fight scene. I mean. It's there's... not a good fight scene. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> there's some physics 
that have to be thrown out the window though. But that's all the way through. Like we have to, we, but the, the rope, yeah, the, the rope, rope caught me, right? So if he's, right, he fires out his wire. Now this wire is supposed to be this thing that he can retract back and it pulls the weight of the mat, right? Or he can shoot it onto things and pull things to him, I assume, if he's got a good enough base. And then it ends up wrapped around Obi-Wan's wrists and hands. He swings down, bumps, and then the wire just doesn't cut his hands off. <laughs> which it would absolutely rip them apart. Like, and I get that you can't do blood. I get that. I get like I, I get that, that that we're going for a certain certain rating on the film, so we can't just be like and as much I mean how how amazing would a full like adult a full eighteen like Deadpool esque Star Wars world, like you know, what I mean Star Wars, what Star Wars Galaxy? Oh man, the hand. So do you know what? That's what Solo should have been. Solo should have been. Solo should have been their Logan or their Deadpool. Yeah. Oh my God, why didn't that happen? Yeah, because then you could really, really oh. made Han Solo the bad guy, which he was oh. intended. He was the he was the rogue. Oh my God, I'm so. Upset that that's not what happened. <laughs> uh, the trouble is you can't because you, you need to market it to children. No, but Solo could have been the one that wasn't, man. Come on. Han Solo shouldn't be the hero for the kids, man. Luke, that's what Luke is. Luke is the hero for the kids. Solo is the one for cool guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 31-year-olds uh, in our flat uh, uh, that we don't own. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Well, sorry, sorry. What was it? What was I saying? Sorry, I got sidetracked. Just, uh, just in the fantasies. Yeah, man. So, but the thing is, right? Here's why it's annoying because that that would have absolutely chopped his hand off, right? And while you may may be able to sort of go, you may be able to look at it and sort of be like, uh, well, actually, uh, we shouldn't have anyone chop their hands off. Uh, that's a constant theme in the film. People lose their hands all the time. I know, it's a trope. It's literally stage. a trope when he lets them use the lightsaber. Um, but yeah, so it just, it really bothered me because it's things like that that completely take me out because I'll accept so many things, but, um, and I'll accept some of the silliness of the sort of Star Wars, sort of any, anything set in sci-fi, I will suspend my disbelief for most things. Yeah. But when you give me a scenario that I've I can see and witness and exp uh, not experiment, <laughs> I'm not going to experiment. Hey Ben, <laughs> give me your hands. Uh, <laughs> like experiment with no. in the real world. I can I could go on YouTube and go why are cuts man's hand off. Actually, it probably wouldn't be on YouTube. World of Gore, is that still a thing? I don't know. I, remember. I remember that at school, trying to get past <laughs> all the blockers. I'm like, do you want to see a guy getting his head chopped off? Yeah. No, not at all. Is it with a lightsaber? Then yes. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it ends with Django Fett getting away and they, they put in a lovely little detail mm. of Django Fett's head getting banged as the door closes as well. Okay. To throw back to in the second film. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett, the actor bangs his head and they put oh. that in. So that was kind of cute as well. I, was like, I didn't even notice yeah. that. That's wicked. See, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so Django gets away and to go cut back to Anakin. Mm. 
He's been having nightmares. Hold on, no, 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 no. Sorry, he does. We get to nightmares. Sorry, I know, I know. I just cut you off after I cut you off with the same thing. So now we're even. Um, but it, it, Obi Wan throws the the, the track on the it. Track of on it. So yes. this again, this is my favorite. Like, like technology is so advanced in in this in this world, right? But but they don't have sensors that can track. Like, if someone. If someone put a like, if someone threw something on someone's car, an alarm would go off, right? Like, or there should be some form of sensor, or they should check it, or anything. All right, fine, fine. Again, I'll just accept that it happens. But you, no, actually, no, I can't. Uh, do, do you know what? Let's just move on because you kind of have to. It just is what it is. But they, they puts the tracker on him. It's very convenient. Though. This is the thing, isn't it? It's just so many things like that. Just because when you think about how much investigation he had to do to track him down, and then he just go, and then it's just it is just a bit convenient. For me. Even if he was during the fight, he put it on the suit or something, Anything? and then yeah, he yeah, takes yeah. the suit the off. Fight, and... Yeah, and maybe the fight he he wasn't it. Maybe see if he'd have done that. Right, so if his intention was just to track him, right? So when he, if he didn't use the lightsaber, and then he just put the thing on him, and then it just, yeah, it, there's just other ways to do it, isn't it? Yeah. There's just other ways. But so yeah, let's go to the one of the best scenes. So we go, <laughs> Anakin, during his romancing, <laughs> has the nightmares <laughs> of his mum. <laughs> He's actually having sex with his mum. It's the Oedipal. Oedipus. Yeah, yeah, Oedipal. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's um, just bad, isn't it? <laughs> so his, his little arc through this act is going back to Tatooine to find his mum. It makes sense. If my mum was being tortured, if my, no, actually, if my mum was in slavery and I became a Jedi, I'd probably go back and get her. More than likely. But this I is think... the thing, this is the problem, right? They, we, they get to it. Oh, do you know we, they get to it later Yoda talks about it and stuff but you can't separate children from their mum and then expect them to just be chill yeah like that's not how life doesn't like ah oh, Anakin he's so reckless and crazy and over emotional do you reckon because he was a slave for 10 years and then you stole him from his mum because you won him in a race that he raced he won his own freedom and you enslaved him again. Pretty much. Bro, come on. <laughs> Go on. He goes, goes on back, doesn't yeah. he? Goes on back. He meets Greto, his old slave owner. Yeah. Who tells him that his mum was sold to a moisture farmer. I like that bit. I like the moisture farmer bit. But yeah. go on, you finish that bit. And, we'll He's, and she was freed and married him. And then, so we get to see Anakin go and meet his mum's... His stepdad. His stepdad, yeah. His new family. And it's very similar. Luke. Similar, uh, yeah. Is it Uncle Luke? No, Owen. Uncle Owen, isn't it? Yeah, Uncle Owen. So that's a nice little nod to the later series. That's it. We we start to see those things. It's, It's all familiar. It doesn't. It doesn't scream it at you either. I don't think. It was I mean, very subtle. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And it's not. I like obviously. I like that. because it's such an iconic moment as well. Yes. An iconic place. You don't need to be like, oh, look, look, yes. look, look. You can just show it, and everyone and will instantly it. go, I yeah. know where this place is, yeah. which is nice. Uh, so just cutting through the story. Uh, his mum's 
was kidnapped on the way back from uh, town. Yeah, she's just like, I'll just, I'll just try to sell Daisy. I just sold Daisy for these magic beans, and then I got <laughs> snatched up. It's just like, all right, cool. You know, uh, we're fine, fine. His new stepdaddy has no leg. Oh yeah. So he can't go hunting for her, and he literally tells Anakin that she's probably dead, and not to bother looking for her, which. Really lovely thing to that that all just sort of gets ham fisted into it as well. It's just like, look, Annie, your mum's dead, so don't even bother. No, I think I might bother. I think, I think I've just I've just flown quite a distance. I'm not like, gonna. I've give not up. walked over here from town. <laughs> like it's not. I haven't. I haven't just popped here. Like I've took. I've took. I've left my mission. I was doing as a Jedi. <laughs> brought the senator that I'm supposed to be looking after. I'm also gonna leave her here. I think I'm gonna go. I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna have a little trip off to see me mum. Try and find me mum. I think I'd do that. Which he does. He does do it. Funny. Hold on. Funny though, right? He's able to sense his mum from planets away. (laughs) Galaxies even. He lands and he's able to find her. Fucking Yoda is in the room with with Palpatine. Just like, Dark Side is just blocking my force, man. I can't even feel (laughs) nothing. So like, and oh no, that's right. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. So, is is the other dumb thing, right? So if the the way the force works, so Yoda, we're gonna get to it later as well. No, no, we've already done it. It's already it's earlier in the, it's earlier in the film when Yoda and Obi Obi Wan brings the uh, the map to it brings the uh, coordinates to Yoda and says he can't find them in the records and stuff. You know, like when he goes to the library to find it. Also, I love that they've got Karens. In Star Wars, like there's a Karen librarian. So, well, if, the, if it's not on the records, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, all right, uh, they, they haven't managed to weed out Karens. Like, this is in the galaxy far, far away. Karen still exists, and she's a librarian, and she's a twat. Um, but so Yoda goes, uh, you can't see it, but that uh, all the stars are being pulled to it. Again, that's not how gravity works with stars. But let's keep, let's just gloss over that. So I was just thinking then that if if the dark side like if just because some like the dark side clouds things, you should still be able to see things around it and feel things around it. And then I was thinking, okay, cool. Well, maybe maybe the army is is sort of the representation f- f- for the audience of how Yoda's Yoda and everyone sees things in the Force, so that that the Sith just cloak themselves in that way and they're able to cloak themselves, but. And then that sort of that stops them being visible. And then so on the map, you just like sort of so in, so maybe when they sense things, there are just little blind spots like that, and that's why they can't see the Sith. But, but the fact is, he could sense his mom from galaxies away. So it, I don't understand how even Anakin, if Anakin can sense power like that, I just don't understand. I don't understand. How the, is it, is how it they're in, are not able to sense the Sith if they can, if he can sense if they can sense things like that I just don't get it Ben I don't understand again I, all I could do is come up with a theory for you and it, it... please help us anyone who's listening if you're listening to this like screaming going this is it please message me Steve Valentino Facebook Instagram Twitter whichever one you want to use uh, and explain please do explain it to me. Um, that would be great. Um, but yeah, so he goes and finds his mum on his little vroom vroom. <laughs> on, his, on his land speeder. Is it a land speeder? Mm-hmm. No, the land speeder's the, no, uh, the one that I've got the twit. 
remember what they are. I've got that one as well, the way it explodes. It's a thing, you like, it's like a toy that explodes, yeah. I still play with it. <laughs> With my godson, he's seven, it's fine. Uh, no, he's not, he's not seven. And then we get, arguably, a scene that I really do enjoy. Love it. Yeah, when okay. he reunites with his mum, mm. and then she just dies. Which... Yeah. Origin story, that's why we like it. I, again, yeah, it's, it's, it's that nice sort of like, on a knife edge of... Good and evil. Mm, mm. She she gets to see him. He's happy. He's content. And then she dies. And then he he snaps mm, and just kills everyone. Yeah. And because then afterwards we get the scene with Padme of just what he did. And he's, I hate that there's, scene. There's still that little bit of remorse from him. So no, he's not. not. He's not fully. What? He smiles when he says, "No, he's happy that he, he he tells her that he killed the the he killed the the men, women, and children. All of them. I killed all of them." And then she's like, oh. and he's like, "All of them." And he's like, "There's a, there's not. I don't think there's. I don't think there's remorse. Or maybe I just. But well, I didn't. I didn't see remorse. And that's why I didn't. I uh, uh, I think he gives the information up too freely as well. Yeah. Like I wish she was just like I killed them all, and she's like, all of them. He's like. All of them. Well, he's not, he's unapologetic about it. That's what so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's not. I don't think there's remorse, to be honest, personally. But I, 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 what I, what I always thought thought from this scene, I probably read it a lot different to what it should have been, is that the, he's still fighting to be a Jedi in his mind. Yeah. But he, he's done something to benefit himself with this because he feels that it's what they did was unjust and what he was doing was good I don't think he I don't think he thinks it's good why do you think why do you think he thinks it's good it's I just, just think he, I don't think he I don't think he thinks it's good I don't I don't I just think he just just was I think he's justified I think he I think he's justified I think at this is the point when he's starting to go because I think because you know he says he, he I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready for the trials I'm ready for this he's never like what other scenario has he had where he's felt this power mm. where he's had complete control over people's mortality well aliens whatever people's like uh, another being's mortality I think this is the first time he's unleashed his potential and this is and that's why like I just think that that's he's like he's justified in his in his because we've seen it earlier as well. When he says, when he has that beautifully naive um, take on how politics should work. And he's like, they should all get together and decide what's good. And then everyone goes on with their lives. And then everyone just decides what's good for the people. And they do it. Well, that's what it, that's what it is, Annie. It's like, well, they should force them. That's a dictatorship. That whole scene. Yeah. Where he, in his head, has justified control, ultimate control, for a greater good. That's the whole motivation for, for, for Anakin. And at this point, after being told he's not allowed to do certain things and trying to be and being repressed and stuff, but and not being able to like go go into sort of the trials and everything, his powers aren't. He's not even allowed to explore his own powers properly. Yeah. And in this moment, he literally kills every single person. He won't have ever felt that kind of power before. And I don't think, and I think that's where, because obviously, I mean, the death of his mum is the, is the turning point. 
Mm. And I think, like you said, I think you're right. I think you are right, though, when you say that he's still holding on to I can be a Jedi. But I think this is the first full taste that he gets of what his power could be. And he now knows, he now knows that ultimately, say again, I'm going to go back to the boys, right? Because I just think it's a much better story, but it's the same story of when you see, um, oh my God, what's his name? Homelander. There you go. How did I forget that? I was like, it's definitely not complicated now. Um, Homelander. That moment when he's realised he's all powerful and he just goes, so why do I care about all these other people? Why, why should I compromise on my strength because I'm being told to when I'm this powerful? So now he's the, he, not only is Anakin the, 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 the child of the prophecy, potentially, and he doesn't know that yet, but other people do, but he's also got Palpatine telling him that he's going to be more powerful than everyone else. Obi-Wan's telling him, don't use your power, and that's the whole conflict. Yeah. And this is the first time he's used his conflict, and he's justified because you killed my mum. Well, this is it. Oh, let's yeah. kill. That's, that's pretty much what I was trying to oh. say. I think it's the, it's the, the reason he says it, I think the only reason he's saying it to Padme mm. is to justify it to himself still. Because mm. he still has those teachings of the Jedi. But mm. like you say, like, I think everything to the story leading up to that point is, well, he's got in his mind what he thinks yes and then he he can't be wrong and like you say you've just said all these factors have played in mm. and then he's just said i did this mm. this worked i think cool. he also as well he's telling his he's telling his because you got to think now that he's killed it now that his mom's dead padme now replaces his mom in his in his yeah, yeah in his psyche so she and she's already older he's already like had those feelings you know, like you said like the sort of the oedipal sort of situation yeah. he she, he's now done this horrible, sinful, de- terrible thing. But he goes back to the, to the woman who now represents his mom, and then tries to, you know, try, tries to cleanse himself by yes. telling her. Tries to, tries to, tries to, um, um, what is it? Um, conv- oh, like a confession, like yeah. a confession with the with the sort of to sort of get how to, you know, say twenty Hail Marys and yeah. now you're free. Um, and that's why this. That's why he goes back to her, and the fact that. That story, the fact that Padme and him continue have, still have a situation, um, things sort of furthers him, yeah, and furthers. And I'm looking forward to watching how that continues, because the more that she continue, if she from this moment on withheld affection and completely withdrew from him, I don't think he becomes Darth Vader. Because if he, if you withdraw, if you withdraw her, if she then turn, oh, maybe he does though. Maybe he would because of the rejection. Oh, now he's just on the path. He's gonna become it. It's inevitable. Because even if you took her out of it, withdrew the affection, he might then uh, become even more inclined to go crazy. But then by not withdrawing, it almost justifies his actions because he was doing it in response to his mum dying. So he'd end up on the path anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've, I've, I think I might be thinking about it more than George <laughs> did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go on. So yeah, he's, 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 he's on the verge. We can see what's going to be. We can see what's yes. going to be. Uh, <laughs> after this, we go back to Obi-Wan. Uh, just trying to 
streamline it a little bit more. He's, he's landed on the planet where Django Fett's gone. He's trying to send a message to Anakin, who is uh, not on Naboo anymore. Yeah. Because uh, he's on Tatooine. So we then are introduced into Count Dooku. Yeah, man. Who is setting up, who is conspiring with other planets from the Senate to break away from the Republic. Absolutely. Right. And it, it, that's... It's and he's pausing. building his droid army as we speak on this planet. He is. I was just now just thinking I need to we just I don't just pause it there a sec I'll uh, So yeah, we get to Dooku. We get to Dooku. We get to because Obi Wan's uh, we've got Obi Wan's following. Obi Wan's following them, right? Yeah. Because we've got the uh, that's how you do things. So he's put a tracker on him. But to track her on the ship and then decides to tail him <laughs> through space. Now, Ben, if I was driving down the motorway and no one was on the motorway, but there was a car 10 miles, oh, not 10 miles, a mile behind, maybe, right? And it's a straight road. No, that, actually, let's scrap the motorway. We're in space. There's nothing else there. I've got a tracker on him. Let the ship go there, land, and then get there. I know you've got to, you've got to follow him. It also, also, you just had an epic battle with a Jedi, who you flew away from. If you see a ship behind you, guess oh. who that is? <laughs> In the vastness of space. Oh my god, it's awful. Probability-wise, it's probably the guy you I were just fighting. I reckon I'm still getting chased. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon that happened. Like, I just... And then, of course, would it be Star Wars without flying through some asteroids, would it? No. It needs needs to happen because CG. It's just... It's just... It's just awful, isn't it? Like, it's just awful. But yeah, so... Let's just... I mean, let's just skip that silliness. Like, he (laughs) gets there. You know, they land. And again, someone lands one place. Someone lands miles away and then walks there. And it's like, what we we're not walks there, but you know, it's like, what are we doing? Like, just land near where you want to be. Like, it's not, like, it's it's ridiculous. And everyone goes, this is why I hate flying. Right, now, saying you hate flying in this universe, right? In this world that we're creating, in the Star Wars universe, right? To say that you hate flying is like someone in our world saying, I hate walking. (laughs) Yeah. What are you on about, man? What do you mean you hate flying? That's not a thing. No one, no one in our world... uh, Okay, there are some people that say they hate walking, right? They are. But they're idiots, right? Obi-Wan is an intelligent... He's more powerful than Yoda, someone said earlier, didn't they, Mr. Anakin? Uh, uh, well, no, I don't think I don't think that they are. I don't think that you are so wise that you say dumb things to a droid like, well, that's why I hate flying. Well, you shut up, man. It's ridiculous. Oh, man, it really is. It really so, is. So he's landed and he messages... He messages the Jedi, the Jedi Council. Yeah, but they're really far away then. It's I know. Really hard. Really hard to get messages through, so I better try Anakin. So yeah, <laughs> who basically texts Anakin to text <laughs> the Jedi Council? Yo, Anakin, I'm running out of credit, bro. 
Yo, I'm running out of credit, fam. Can you uh, drop our message thing to Yoda? Yeah, yeah, cool, no worries, blood. You know, you know, everyone is always running out of credit in it. Just shut, what are you doing, man? Like, it just makes no- <laughs> I found the assassin. Don't bring the person who. <sighs> yeah. I know you're guarding. Yeah, yeah, you're guarding someone. That, uh, but bring them to the people trying to kill her. No, he he literally tells Anakin not to, doesn't he? Well, it? yeah, but it's like you know Anakin though. This is the <laughs> thing. You know Annie. You know, right? I need help, but not from you who's closer. <laughs> not my Padawan again, Ben. Let's say it's me and you, right? And if I messaged you, and I was like, bro, I'm 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 pretty outnumbered in this situation. I'm in some danger. I really need some help. Not from you, though. <laughs> Not you. I know I'm asking you to tell someone that I need help, but I really don't want you to do anything. And obviously, as we've seen from every film, uh, from every Jedi so far that has been your leader and led and set an example for you, you don't. You you should follow. Like you, they don't follow the rules. We know this. Yeah. Right. Obi Wan didn't follow the rules. Obi Wan doesn't follow the rules. Qui Gon definitely doesn't follow the rules. <laughs> And so why would Anakin follow the rules? And then I love, there's a thing with Yoda in, in it as well, when Yoda's like, oh, these young, these new Jedi, never listening, never following the rules, always rebellious. Yeah, all of them, because you don't punish them. You <laughs> let them do what they want. You are, uh, hey, I don't want, how, how, you go to the council, ask for permission to do something. They said no, and Obi-Wan uh, goes, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then, when he dies, he's... An, <laughs> the Padawan, who's still a Padawan in Obi-Wan, at the time, goes, yeah, yeah, so I know I'm not... Uh, I know I'm just a cop in training, but hey, police chief, I'm going to go against your rule. It's not how anything works, man. You want them to do... You have to give them a reason to not do things. Yeah. And just letting them do it willy-nilly. They're not going to listen, man. But... <laughs> the thing about this as well is why didn't Anakin just go on his own if they knew the assassin was on that planet you could just leave her at Naboo well you can't leave her you can't leave the target can you it's the same reason as to take Anakin into the wall oh shit yeah you, you, you can't can well, you? I, again let's go let's actually let's give him that let's give Anakin uh, Anakin more credit as well based on how he was treated based oh, on what yeah. they did with him he wouldn't even think to leave her anywhere. The only, the safest place is with the person. So, yeah. I suppose so. And based on the example that his Jedi Master and his second Jedi Master, <laughs> or whatever, you know, his acting, his, his potential Jedi Master and his actual Jedi Master, with them both doing, the, doing that to him when he was 10, I think Padme can look after herself. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's got to, got to do it. Padme made him do it as well. Yeah. She was she was in that fight as well. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, tip for tap, bitch. Uh, so. Yeah, man. We get that and... Well, now we start to learn as well. So this is this is where... This is one of the things that I really like about the film. So we start... Because Obi-Wan goes in and ends up getting captured and stuff, right? So yes. everyone's, everyone's captured. Let's just get to that bit, right? So everyone's been captured... And Dooku comes in and tells him the plan. Yes. Tells him. Says, hey, Jedi. Pretends that he's the good guy. Dooku pretends. But goes, hey, look, here's the truth. This army's been done. I'm, I've got my, there's a droid army over here ready to fight against the darkness that's in the Senate. 
Okay. You're the darkness in them. And then I was thinking about this and I was like, so hold on. So what we've done is we've set up, you've got the, pe the people in charge of the government have fabricated, and this is when I think Lucas was like proper patting himself on the back, <laughs> fabricated an enemy that they have created themselves to justify taking more power and justify spending more money and building an army. Now, this was released in 2002. Now, 2001, Twin Towers. And then we lead up to the war on Iraq and the, uh, the war with Afghanistan and the invasion of Iraq based on weapons of mass destruction that never existed. I genuinely think that this was him trying to make a message about that. I think that's the point, that he's like, the government that we're supposed to trust has lied and fabricated about an enemy to justify its own creation of its own army to then use its own force to extend its own power. And I think that's what he's doing. I think that that's that's the I, whole message. I and think I think you you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I think looking back at the original stories, mm. they were supposed to be about the Vietnam War because mm. he was supposed to direct Apocalypse Now. Oh, so really? He, so he had a choice to go with Francis Ford Coppola instead of Francis doing it. It was supposed to be George Lucas. You, but at that point. He was then given the option to make Star Wars, Ooh. and he chose Star Wars, so Francis Ford Coppola went up and made Apocalypse oh. Now, and nothing bad ever happened on Apocalypse Now. <laughs> that was a... We might, we, can, we should probably break that down, actually. We, would do that, that, we could do a whole series on that film and the documentary and everything, it's, the book, it's a, everything. That'd be if no one's ever watched it, I'd go and watch it. <laughs> it's fascinating. But yeah, so it, it makes sense that he saw... He saw what happened in 2001 and went, I, I can use this well, so yeah. to tell the narrative. Well, I think, but it's that, it is, it's that fabricated threat. It's the fabricated threat to, to, to gain force and power and to, and to do it. And, and this, is, this is what I do. I actually do like this film. I actually do. I think that there's bits that, that are clunky. I think there's awful acting. Um, I think that, but, but in terms of, um, and this is what I this this is the feeling I've got now is what I thought I'd get from watching the first one. I thought I was going to get a lot more of the political thing in the first film that I actually really enjoyed. And yeah. this this idea and this i and this concept of trying to separate because you've got the Jedi as the peacekeeper, the idea that they're the peacekeepers <laughs> even though they're the child snatchers, um, and they also don't keep the peace very well. Um, but I think the fact that we, we end up with this, this sort of, this one side playing the other side off just to eliminate the power of the Jedi so that the Sith can take over while also creating more war, more chaos, more... Uh, I mean, we yeah. see it, we've seen it, we've seen it in our own lifetime constantly with the, with the rise of the internet. People can't hide from things as much, you know what I mean? Like, you know, back in the day when it was the war was this, you know, it was very much a good guy, bad guy thing for every country. Whereas I think now, like, how many people protested the, the war of... You know the war and about million people marched in London. You know, yeah. um, and so I, and I don't think you can get away with things as much. And I think that this this film does touch on that. And I think that I think that if it if it was surrounded by better things, I think this film really does. There's there's an intrigue to it. I don't think it's a kids film. <laughs> I don't think it no. works for for kids. But for me, because I was watching it, going, hold on, Dooku's got Dooku's got the droids, and then. 
Palpatine's got got the clones. So, what? Who's the good guy? Who's the? And I was confused for a bit, and then I thought about it, and I was like, no, that's that's the point. That's, the, that's yeah. the whole point. The point is that it's set up to destabilize. That's it. It's there to destabilize to then grab more power. Well, then, uh, as we're talking through that, we get that scene where Jar Jar Binks goes to the scene mm. and gives. Palpatine basically the role of Caesar. Yes. He gets uh, anonymous power, so he finally becomes the Empire the Emperor. Yes. It's interesting. Do you know what? It's interesting we just got to Caesar because I'm listening to a podcast. I, I strongly recommend anyone who, who has any kind of fascinating interest in history at all, Hardcore Histories by Dan Carlin. Um it is a podcast that I absolutely adore and I've been listening to it at work, sneaking it in. Um, and I've just listened to, I'm currently listening to a six hour podcast on the Celtic Holocaust, right? Mm. So this is set when Caesar, this is when Caesar's, this is before Caesar's Caesar, this is when he's still in trouble in Rome. People are still, uh, at this point, it basically follows his journey. So the Celts sack, um, well, a, one of the thousands of Celtic tribes <laughs> sack um, Rome. And before Rome's Rome. And then we skip a few, uh, a few hundred years later. And anyway, then we go keep moving. Caesar's rising. He's now out in what I think would have been France. Basically, it's all in... I think he's, I think it's 50... I think it's... I, don't, I can't remember the date. I'm not going to say it because I'll get it wrong. But you watch Caesar rising through 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 the power, through his, his displays and how his, his tactical prowess and his ability to motivate. But the way Dan Carlin does it, he reads it from Caesar's own account. Mm. so obviously you have to account for that that he's done it as a piece of propaganda yeah. all of those things but he's still but Caesar does not the fact that this is his version of himself lets you know how much of a warlord he was right but the reason like I'm saying it's, it's, you see how it's all about destabilisation and it's about creating an enemy everything was about creating the Celts to be these terrible ter- terrifying powerful things that if we don't stop them they will become a threat but of course that was the problem with 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 rome's expansion is that it was to protect its borders they had to invade that and guess what when you invade that bit there's another border you've now created (laughs) um and that's but that's what i love i love when we're seeing this we're seeing the idea that they're creating the threats and stuff they are creating it but also the threats exist which is why it makes sense that people do it and then everyone's hitting the emergency stop button and then we end up giving too much power away. And this is, this, again, this is the representation of what... This is the message of the film. It really is. And it's good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good message and it's well done. But then it's... It... But then I feel like he tries to appease to the the market audience as well. Which is that, Well, he has to. If, yeah. he, if he'd made an independent film... Yeah. different to this yeah. with that sort of political message behind it I think it would have been better received well I, I just think I, I quite like that it's there because I think it's there for, for someone if you want to find it it's there if you want to see it it's there for you to see and if, it, if you don't then it's not uh, so I like that I think that you can enjoy the film without even considering what he's trying to say and represent because you can still feel the threat so I'll give it credit, man. And this is why I kind of, you know, I don't hate this film, man. I really don't. I think that there's bits, like I said, there's bits that I hate. We'll conclude properly. But, um, but yeah, like, I like this bit when we're starting to see this. Again, we've... Uh, uh, Jar Jar. 
Yes. Let's talk Jar Jar, bro. You want to talk Jar Jar. Because you started telling me some stuff about Jar Jar that made me just... It, 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 it pricked the ears up. It's, it's like Scooby-Doo about to get It's an interesting theory that it went on Reddit years and years mm. and years ago. And it was the fact that Jar Jar Binks' character was supposed to be a lot bigger right. than it actually was. But because of the first film, it was so poorly, poorly conveyed... People hated him. Poorly so, conveyed or poorly received? Was it poorly that the people didn't like the Jar Jar character? Well, this is, this well, is oh, where right, the theory comes in. Because yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear someone, it fresh from you. I didn't someone to had tell a before. theory on it that everything we saw of Jar Jar was an illusion and that he is actually a Sith Lord and Amazing. he is actually Palpatine's... Uh, Next in command, or above him, above him. So, it's so there's not just two. And this is the problem. Decide, help me, help me mm. understand. But you're gone. Well, this is it. So the theory is, uh, I will skim through it, is that Jar Jar Binks is the all-powerful Sith, right? Because they're both on the same planet. Senator of Naboo, and he, the Gungans are on Naboo. Right. So they're close proximity, right. and it's they talk about his fighting style. That there's this, there's this uh, martial arts called uh, Zukon. I probably butchered That's that fine. pronunciation, but it's basically. I'm the, sure there's no Zukons out there worried. <laughs> there is. Uh, it's it's called the drunken fist fighting. Makes sense. So it's. It's very uh, loose yeah. and comical yeah, like looking. Like Capoeira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The drunken monkey. Yeah. Exactly. So he's... Oh, you're praying mantis style. There's loads of like videos of this fighting style and everything we see in the first film that mimic each other very, very similarly. There's also when he jumps into the, into the water at the beginning of the Phantom Menace. Yeah. He jumps like... 50 foot in the air. Mm-hmm. It's just like in context uh, to Star Wars. That's a, that's a Jedi that's move right a, that's there. A, that is, that's yeah. Because you, you see, you literally see, because you see um, Obi-Wan do it later. Jump, you, exactly. You, that's front flips they, up to the platform. They, they bring it up. They oh. bring that up. Well, again, using the force to jump, but then the force, whatever. Yeah. They also talk about his hand movements that he's probably mind controlling a lot of the time. Yeah, in a lot of like the speeches oh. when he's conveying stuff to people, he's <sighs> flapping his arms around. Nice. We see it in this episode now when he's uh, hails in uh, the emperor, he flails his hands in the air, and then everyone joins oh, in on his. Oh. Um, so they basically made Jar Jar Binks to be. He, he looks bumbling, which is yeah, yeah, it's 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 the it, it's uh, the usual suspect. Exactly, and uh, we, yeah. he also says like uh, George Lucas likes his symmetry, mm. and so for the Jedi, when we first meet Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Yeah. that Yoda is this obnoxious, comical character, yeah. but he's actually he's a Jedi master, mm. and then we've got the Sith version of that, which is Jar Jar Binks. Who is the, who's clouding, who's masking himself, basically, under the illusion of the fool. 
Yeah, we, and you've you've got that the thing all the way through. So like, we, if we look at it like uh, like Hitler, like sort of the uh, the way that say Chaplin or, or Mel Brooks yes. represents makes him the bumbling idiot to make him less of a threat. And that's the whole thing. So Jar Jar, yeah, so it's oh, I like that. It's a theory that everyone. Uh... I mean, I don't know that it's. I mean, I don't know that it's intentional. <laughs> no, it is. Of course, everything from filmmaking is, but. I mean, as well, if he didn't make the speech with his hands, how would he you know, have people just, talk? It's just saying that uh, Jar Jar Binks and Palpatine are the co-conspirators mm. of everything that happens in these three films. And it's, it's an interesting one. If you go on Google, oh. search, it, search it up, it's, it, it makes you go. It's mm. interesting. I think as well, the, only, the problem I've got, because when you first mentioned it to me, you didn't tell me the other day, so when you first mentioned it to me, the first thought I had was the way that the Gungans respond to Jar Jar. And Jar Jar, uh, the way that they respond to Jar Jar, Jar Jar's always been the fool. So that means he would have had to play the fool to his own people for the entire time as well. They dismiss him and they don't take him seriously. And I think that if he has ever had that kind of power, he would have some kind of, he would have to have had, he would have had to have played the bumbling idiot his entire life. So he would have had to have been acting the whole life. But then if they take the kid, if they take them when they're children. But he's, ex he's, He's expelled from the Gungan city, isn't he? But why is he expelled? He messes it up, messes him up, he? he? But he should have done that on purpose. He could have done leave. it on purpose to oh. leave, to not be in... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to happily accept that. I'm happily accepting that. But then there's the also the theory yes. that... Because Count Dooku <gasps> is such a ham-fisted character in this film. Uh. He just turns up and then he's that uh, the actor who played Jar Jar Binks said in an interview that there was more of a character for him when he signed on to play Jar Jar Binks. And people have theorised that Count Dooku's character was probably supposed to be Jar Jar Binks. Oh, man, imagine that. <laughs> imagine that you were the actor and you're like, wow, George, this is a great... This is one of the best roles I've ever got. <laughs> wow, wait, I've got to look like what? Oh, Hey, all right. I don't really want to look like that, but all right. And I get to do all of these things. Cool. Uh, hey, mate. Sorry. I know we told you you were going to be this, but we've now changed our mind. Well, yeah, but it goes on even further to say that he, Jar Jar Binks, was probably supposed to be Snook in the Force Awakens. Oh, that makes that that would have been. Oh, man, I'm going to be watching. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to. I'm looking forward to watching it with that with that little chip of information in my brain I'm looking forward to that it's a, it's a fun sort of theory mm, mm, and I like it. It, it, it it's sort of like a softens Jar Jar Binks for me a little bit well, well. your hatred for him well yeah because yeah. it's, it's so but then that's probably what it was supposed to be that's when it he wrote it and then it's the just reveal like, he's yeah. so clumsy but that's the problem with that is if that tell me if that's not the problem with with the, the with episode one to three and episode seven to nine and we'll get to i can't remember four i think four to six as a story is pretty good I, we'll wait and see but how much of it is one film says one thing and the next film says another and it just and it's like the direction changes, the ideas change, and that just fits to that. Like, how much do we we watch episode? We, you know, uh, nine, and then you end up going, oh, well, that's just we just spent an hour fixing what happened in eight. Yeah, and it's like the same thing. It's like it. it that's probably why overall people are more 
more uh, are much keener on the well, not much keener, but love the four, four to six, but don't like the others. Yeah. Because I think before, but then there wasn't such there wasn't anything to be dictated by the audience because they were still finding the yes. audience, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter like it does now. It, like people, that, there wasn't a Jedi religion when episode five <laughs> came out. You know, yeah. they weren't beholden to people who'd established a church. You know, <laughs> so they, you know, you're gonna think yeah. about those people because they're your, they're your love. They, they are, they love it so much. Their lives are dedicated. You know, so I, I get it, but that's that's a shame. It's a that's shame. A shame. It's a shame. It would have been interesting to see how he would have finished up yeah. the Jar Jar arc. Yeah. I mean, uh, but then the thing is, because a Jar Jar now being dark and played dark would have... Because you think, how could Snook ever be played by Jar Jar? And that's because of the Jar Jar we know. But if we saw him become the dark... Like, the dark Jar Jar. <laughs> Shadow Jar Jar. If we saw that and then it was being played... So obviously, like, when I think, oh, could I see him in that role? No. But that's because I can't see... Because of the Jar Jar we were given. Whereas if it was... Oh, I'm disappointed that that's not what we got to see because I think that could have been cool. And it also would have meant that... It would have meant that, again, we, the bad guy that we see in in 7 to 9 is something that we're... It's not just... It doesn't feel like, oh, that's just popped up. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a... It's been shoehorned yeah, sort of exactly. evil villain. There was yeah, a, man. There was a thought thought towards it. Mm-hmm. But... uh Let's quickly get through the rest of this film. Yeah, yeah, let's... Uh, uh, so we get the ex- the execution, he says in quotation marks, of... Oh, wait, no. Anakin and Anakin, yeah, Padme, they have that fun sort of chase. Takeshi's Castle. They, have the Takeshi's, they play Takeshi's Castle in space. That's what they get to do. Yeah, they And go. I like it. I largely like the scene. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, because what are they building? We, yeah. What are they cutting? It's droids. But this the building the droid. Aren't but we, aren't right, no, but hold on. Here's the thing, right? So Anakin ends up getting his hand trapped. Okay, again, use the force. Just, just pop foreshadowing, though, isn't But it? he gets his hand trapped. But then he's on this conveyor belt. What are they cutting? It starts from the biggest piece of metal, and then they just waste, waste, waste. There is no way any. Uh, where I work, right? There is waste, but it's waste in cardboard and tape. Like, there is not constantly... I don't get... I don't start with a, a sheet of cardboard that's two metres squared and cut it down to one metre squared and go, yeah, that, no, you go cut it down to 50 centimetres squared and go, yeah, that's it, and not use the rest of it. But the whole way along this conveyor belt, chop, 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 chop. I'll tell you what, what you didn't see was the nice green tube that they've got right. where they shove all that metal, right. melt it down again, down. Start again, use it again. Guy, yeah, because but, yeah, even Star Wars is green. <laughs> I don't see it. Like, I don't even. I don't even hate. I don't even hate this scene. I, I, I think I get why it's there. It, visually, it's fine, but it doesn't really make sense. And and there's a lot of stuff that just sort of I happens. Feel, but thank God, oh, go I feel they needed something for R two D two. Well, this is what I was going to say. It's what I was going to say. Thank God for the super droid that is R2-D2, right? <laughs> because if we didn't have... I hope we all realise that the true hero of the whole uh, the whole nine episodes is R2-D2. Without him, everyone dies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's true. He oh, Okay, so now R2 flies. <laughs> the Jedis can't fly. 
But the droid that has... What? Like, the processing chip that's in R2 is so... They even say... Right. Obi-Wan even says droids can't think for themselves. Yes. He even says that. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> or someone... Whoever built R2 and programmed in the scenario that this is and gave him information <laughs> on how to do it. He went, hey, R2... Just in case, I'm just going to program this on a, on a whim because it might happen and I want you to know exactly what to do because you can't think for yourself because it's been established droids can't. So let me just do this now. In case you happen to have travelled to a rebelling city, uh, city on a planet that is fighting against the Republic and the Jedi that you are with and the Senator end up trapped in a Takeshi-style situation on a conveyor belt production line where droids are being made and there's a whole lot of hot lava about to be poured onto the Senator and the Jedi happens to have trapped his arm on a conveyor belt while being chopped up. There is going to be a certain USB stick point for you to go and just pop yourself in and turn it all off. That's what you do. <laughs> and then R2 went, good, glad I can't think for myself because I'd never have come up with an idea. Oh, and by the way, you can fly. I'll tell you what. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I now want to see a darker cut where that all happens again, but R2 just... Doesn't, no. He just stands in that door frame and doesn't move. <laughs> well, why does he? What, what, who programmed him to push C-3PO onto the fucking other line? Uh, I'm, he right, R2 can fly, right? But instead of flying up and around C3PO, he pushes him directly into danger just so he can save him. <laughs> what are you I talking about? I genuinely just save me, R2. Yeah, yeah. No, save me. Does not Do compute. Does not compute the stand there. No files on such scenario. <laughs> like a weird psychopath just watching just you like die. Just like beeping away. <laughs> uh, if, only, if only I was on a ship and it needed refueling. Because I know how to do that. I can put the shields back up for you. If you oh, like. No madness, man. Oh, awful. <laughs> awful. So, but glad that they saved him because otherwise no more films. <laughs> Because it now leads to their execution because yeah, they get man. caught anyway. Brilliant, brilliant. No um, using the force. No, I, I'm in chains, am I? Uh, if only I had, <laughs> if only I could pull these things apart with, uh, you know, the force. We get fun banter between uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin, though. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm here to save you. How's that going for you? Lol. <laughs> All right, I'll give him that. So, I'll give him that. It's a bit of a... Uh, uh, you know, it's a classic action film line. It you know? really is. Uh, so Count Dooku is executing them in front of, I'm guessing, the home nation. We can guess. We can we, guess. We don't know who these people they are. They still... But they're in a coliseum ready to yeah, see. Yeah, because that, that... Because as we all well know, throughout Earth, there are coliseums where gladiators have fought. It's not just one place. It's it's a constant theme throughout all of Earth. Australia's got them. Brazil's got them. Oh, wait, no, they don't, do they? No. Oh, no, they don't. I'm pretty sure. So, hold on. 
pretty sure that's Wait a minute. thing. Does that mean <laughs> that aliens on a galaxy far, far away might not have the exact same custom? But fine. It's the same as the... It's just, it, all this is, is the same as the... Uh, it's the same as the... Uh, the pod race, you know, it's like it really everything is. there is so earth. It's earth. Yes. But fine. But I understand that people <coughs> would want to see people die. Like people, apparently, that's been a constant thing throughout humanity. And uh, why would it not be? But in it was space? Orchest- orchestrated so quickly. It just happened. They got caught, really and then. Well, it's the same. But it's the same as when they travel anywhere. It's like oh, I need to be here. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's the same as this. It's like we need to do a. We need to kill them. Should we uh, do a bit of gladiating? Yeah, sweet. So, yes. So they send animals to them. Yeah. And again, because the lightsaber is so overpowered, yep. we just get them using their wits. Yeah, of course. Which has got them so far into this problem. It, it, the, but the battle is long. So long. Well, the thing is as well, because what we get is we get, um, they finally get sort of, they get on top. But then the droids come out. Yes. So, oh shit. I guess if if there are, there's a droid army trying to kill the Jedi. If only. Oh man, they're going to be in peril though. All of a sudden, these Jedi just like, I'm here. They've now. So they're peacekeepers all across the galaxy. (sighs) Obi Wan was in a place where he couldn't even get a transmission back to the council, (laughs) but all of them. We're in transmission distance. Hyperspeed, mate. Like, yeah, but even but even but just in terms of contact, uh, right? I, I suppose. No, okay. So I was just thinking he went out of range because he went to a place that wasn't on the records. But then he, that's not where he is anymore. He's trapped the droid. He's trapped. He's trapped by um, trapped Django back to a different place, and he can transmit from there. And they know where it is, and he's told him. But yeah, there's a bunch. All these Jedi's disappear. Now I didn't yep. know that there was this many Jedi. Because we've been told that the Sith, one and two, there's two, and there's the big bad, they're the big bad, right? And at this point, we've met a couple of Jedi. So again, the power levels-wise, right? So I know there's more than one and two in the Sith. We know there's a bunch of bad guys, right? But we, the, the whole idea being that Sith versus Jedi. So now we've got 100, 100 Jedi, maybe, all land. And then, but this is, and then the fight is just so long and it boring. Is. And uh, the, I made a note as just like, I'm so glad that they uh, kept the legend, the legacy of the Fets up. Because he, he just, he lands, uh, does barely anything, and then gets his head chopped off. That's oh. it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's just so his son can have his origin story because it, as you all know Boba Fett has a real issue with Jedi yep that's been established never <laughs> never in the original it's just that he has to fight Luke yeah we don't see that it's, so but it's another it's another great piece of origin story it is that is never is it, it doesn't oh yeah it but doesn't we don't see that we don't see that really that arc really come through do we it's not like you have like some big bad sort of um vendetta against the jedi it's not there he's still just a bounty hunter well he was just in the original film he's just one of many bounty hunters that darth vader employs to hunt down luke Mm. that's it 
It's it's never like yeah yeah made out like oh I'm gonna get you this guy for sure because I have an issue with him. It's just it was, his screen time is so minimal in the fur. Well, we've got as well. Is yeah, you don't see much of it, and I think as well. Like oh, I was gonna say with this with this film with the, with this whole scene because it's just it it's droids. It's so CGI, you can't really care. Yeah. And you don't care. I will say, oh, no, one of my favourite bits. Sorry, I just looked at my notes. One of my favourite, favourite, favourite bits, absolutely one of the best bits in the film, is that you get Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my God. Some of the work. Like, <laughs> literally, his, it was literally, he went, right, what do I have to do? A lightsaber. What is a lightsaber? What's a, it's just a stick. All right, stick, cool. It, ben, it, I swear, I swear to you, if I told my mum, if I gave her a stick <laughs> and went, Mum, do your best lightsaber and it'd be on par with Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it'd just be... Horrific. It is. Like, I wish we were filming just so I could, we could do it. It's the worst. It's like, all right, cool. So I just swing it around, I guess? No, 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 don't swing it. It's more of a, like, a, a push and a snap, you know? It's like a, more like a sword. Oh, a sword. Okay, cool. So just sort of... Imagine just swing that and then just deflect stuff. And why are they? Why are the droids such terrible shots? I. Who can? It's the force. The force. The force. They're, they're using. Ah, the old going, plot armor force. They're going. Lovely. They're going into the circuitry and messing it up. <sighs> yes. <It's, laughs> well, then we get and just when it's obviously we know it's not gonna you know just when it's a, it's all doom and gloom and it's like what could happen what could what could possibly how they're gonna get out of it we find out that actually then the senate the the, the republic has got has taken this army yeah taken this army on it has been built and then they and then it, they come in and then now I'm supposed to care or not care that again this is when they muddy they're muddy in the waters of what a stormtrooper is. I was just about to uh, go up that down as well. It's just that I like the foreshadowing of it, that they've got the sort of early stage of a stormtrooper. I don't... So So it's, it's again, redefining that the the Jedi are so blind to the Sith that we as an audience know that iconic suit is the representation of evil. Yeah. And yet they're using it because they think it's good. But this is why I don't like it. So I don't like it at all because what I, I hate is that what they've now done, and it's the same reason I hated it, hated, um, hated it when Finn just takes Finn, Finn takes after, <laughs> takes after helmet, and now he's a good guy. Yeah. So the whole thing about that I like about four and six is that there's good and there is bad, and that's it. What they've now done, while they've been clever and established, you know, we've been tricked into getting the thing. These clones are clones, but they've been grown, so they are an organism, and they have a brain, even though it's been subdued. So it's just a person. It's yeah. just a person. They were cloned. They didn't choose to be cloned. They've, they've been cloned. They've been bought. They've been made. And now they will feel pain, and they will suffer, and they will do these things. And now they're fighting for the good guys. So, and I know that where they end up, we know that. But once again, what they've done is they've made they've made us understand. They've given us a backstory to stormtroopers. We don't need that. We never yeah. need that. We should never have that. We never need it because we we now have a, a moment of compassion because these are just and worse worse 
is that what we've got is we have Django and he wants to raise one of the clones. So now the potential for all of these clones that die and are supposed to be the bad ones that we aren't supposed to give a shit about, they're all, they could have all grown potentially into Boba Fett. They could have all grown potentially into a proper person. And I'm supposed to now cheer when they get killed later yeah. on in the film. So you've now given me a backstory where I can empathise with the with these stormtroopers. I never needed that. I don't want it, and I don't like it. Yeah, man. I've always said like the, the the purity of the stormtrooper is that it was just this face this faceless. I felt like it was a robot. I thought they were robots. Well, this is it. I didn't. This I didn't. Li- actually, I think I might have. Because I think I never, did think yeah, it was a robot. Yeah. Because everything about them is artificial. Yeah. You don't see anything of them. And this is what George Lucas wanted. He wanted just an enemy. It's just an enemy. It's not, What's the exterminate thing? Daleks. Daleks. Yeah. It's, I thought they were like Daleks. In my head, they were like Daleks. I, I hadn't watched Doctor yeah. Who when I watched it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But yeah, so it's when the good guys hack and slash down mm. these this this army of people you don't you it's not the person that they're killing it's what they represent yes. that they're killing and that's all the stormtrooper ever was supposed to be and like i say like the moment you humanize the enemy mm-hmm. it's no longer an enemy it's it's it, it happened in the second world war the the, the propaganda and to the to the uh, nazis was what made people fight. Yep. And it's... Uh, you, but then you when the soldiers... so many were... veterans talk about when yeah, they yeah. were prisoners of war and they talked to them, it was just like, these, these were just human beings like us. Well, look, yeah, like the, when the soldiers... Uh, was, when the soldiers were in the trenches, they realised that they were just in the trenches. And that's why, like, on was it Christmas Day when they had the football game? Yes. The football match? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, And it's like, yeah, when you... When, as soon as you do that, and that's why... It, that's why afterwards, after the Second World War, it became it became harder to just accept like oh yeah it's just good guys bad guys yeah because like you said the soldiers came back with their proper accounts and it's only the people the people who've read those accounts and watched the documentaries listened to the interviews they understand that it it wasn't just a good guy bad guy thing and and this is it now we've we've got to this point where they've orchestrated and I get it the the, the, the real big bad is the people pulling the strings I get that. But um, it just it does it just adds this layer of of oh no so now when the, like we said we'll get to it all as it goes on but it's like you know now when the Death Star blows up sorry spoilers when the Death Star blows up um, what we end up with is the fact that all of those people that died on that ship could have been could have fully grown into humans. So if we're talking about the morality of that, yeah, what are we doing, man? Like, and I know that's a bit deep for Star Wars, but, but that's what films are. We're gonna talk. We're gonna discuss the morality. Not only have they been these lives have been completely, completely engineered. Um, it doesn't mean that what if they can think? Can they? Yeah, they've altered their minds. But you've now given me far too many things to think about than what I used to think when stormtroopers, robot, bad guy. Yep. Bad storytelling, man. <laughs> it's bad storytelling. But yeah. then, you know, it's then, is that, was that his point? Was that his point that he was trying to make that, that the casualties on both sides are actually casualties? Ooh, um, when, he's, when, when he's saying that at the moment, yeah, we might be going off to war and blowing up people in, in, in Iran. Uh, Iraq, sorry. Oh, and Iran now. 
uh, and forever. Um, but uh, in 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 Iraq, um, you know, well, let's think that those guys are also human beings as well, even if they're. I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. obviously he's not saying that some people in Iraq are clones, <laughs> but just trying to make push that idea. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it, but um, I just think. I just think that the, the problem with doing that, the problem with having that message is that then it just clouds our ability to cheer for the good guys, uh, from air quotes, the good guys, the child snatchers um, in the later films. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Deep. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get to the Dooku fight. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's, it, again, yeah. No. It's not the best fight. I mean, it's just shoving uh, Christopher Lee in a close-up shot and then putting... Oh, God, yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 no, it is awful. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's awful. I will say as well, I did, there was definitely a moment earlier in the film when I was thought it was like, in my my head, I saw it as soon as I saw him, I was like, rise, my Urukai. Yes. Like, I just thought of it, because with the clone army, the droids, I was just like... Yeah, it's cool. He's got a, he's got a thing, man. He, also, he's, he's an amazing actor. I was gonna say, I think oh, his Lord. his hammer horror really <laughs> did help him yeah, through yeah. this awful, awful expedition and dialogue towards them, because it's it's just so mm. over the top of Sith. I am the big bad. I do rise, uh, my more powerful than you'll absolutely. ever be. And he he conveys it with way more conviction than, than he should have. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that. though. It does. I mean, like, yeah. The, unfortunately, the scene, the uh, the fight itself is rubbish. What I do like though, right, is so because, and it's the constant theme. Yoda keeps being surprised when when people that uh, they get surprised when when Jedi's turn, and it makes no sense because if there's one thing that happens consistently throughout the entire saga, all episodes, is people turning. Right, so Dooku was 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 Yoda's Yoda's apprentice, yes. So he can't even sense he can't sense what his apprentice is up to. Cool, fine, no worries. But then let's go for it more, right? Yoda's Padawan turned on him. Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon doesn't listen to him. <laughs> Obi Wan doesn't listen to him. Uh, Anakin, they can tell that he might be a little bit bad. Might turn. You've already seen it happen. They've already turned on the masses. If there's one thing that Jedi's do consist two things Jedi's do consistently, turn on their masters and snatch kids. That's all that they seem to do. And what I love as well, right? Yoda's Yoda's old Yoda's new boys get absolutely effed up, right? So imagine how embarrassing that is. It's like it's like your ex pops in and then and then you're with your new piece. And then your ex just bangs her out. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> and then your side piece, your new side piece comes in, she gets banged out, and then you're like, wait a minute, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> hold on, you've got, hold on. How have you, like, Dooku just absolutely owns them both. Yes. So I like that, again, I like that, that bit, we get to see some of the power level, right? And then it also lets me understand a bit more how... So when we've got Anakin earlier, so he, like I said, it's the first time he's unleashed like what his potential full power could be. He massacred a whole crew and families and everything. Does it all. 
And then now he's back with Obi-Wan and he's fighting another Sith and he's no match for yeah. him. Because he's with Obi-Wan and he's doing it right and he's being a good guy. And he's no match for this Sith. And then Yoda has to come in and then him and Yoda go like trade it. Yoda's 900 years old and a full Jedi. This guy, Dooku's a Sith. And it takes, and he's, and, and that's how much more powerful he is because he's embraced the dark side. Now, if I'm Anakin, I've experienced my power when I've killed all of these people. It felt amazing because there's a reason serial killers do it over and over and over. It probably feels pretty good. So, <laughs> then, I thought you'd laugh at that. I didn't mean that. And then, and then he fights someone who's a bad guy and gets owned. Well, loses his arm, doesn't he? Exactly. In battle. Yeah, you know, literally is maimed by this person. So every time he now looks at this robot hand, yeah, he's, he's reminded, reminded that he was when he when he used his anger, he was unstoppable. When he didn't, he lost his arm against someone who embraced the bad side, the dark side. That's pretty dope storytelling. Man. Yeah, it's it's always been the 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 law of Sith and the Jedi though that the Sith is this. It, it's more powerful. The Sith will always say it's more powerful to embrace your emotions because you fight mm. better and whatnot. But I, I've always said like the Sith is this. What he's trying to convey is that the Sith is this artificial source of power. So yeah, you are stronger. Because it's temporary. It's temporary. Well, because anger is fleeting. Love, you, love is not. When you have complete understanding of the Force, is which the Jedi try and teach. That's when you become more powerful, and it's just the ever trying to obtain mm. that inner inner balance that's, yeah, and that's, suppose, yeah that's that's what it is and it's difficult for Jedi to dissuade people from the dark side well it's the temper it's, it's harder. such an instant it's an instant exactly. thing it's like yeah it's like like you know if you, you're angry at someone you might like like what's what's more like if you're in that full rage or something and you say like when you break something right yeah yeah, well, actually no. Let's let's go somewhere else. If you're like you're in, you know, when you're angry, screaming and shouting at someone uh, might immediately make you give you that release, and you might feel that in that moment you have that instant power over them. You have that dominance over them because you're expressing that anger, and you dominate that moment. But long term, it's such a short moment of power. I'm not saying that you should scream and shout at people. I'm just literally breaking it down like that. But then to, to love someone and, and, and to feel that, that would be a completely different thing. You know, like, so like, if it, like the anger, you, you tap into it and it, but it is, it's fleeting. It's not going to, it's not as, it's not as dominant because love lasts longer yeah. and empathy. Like you said, compassion, compassion. Yeah. And that is that, and that is, like, you know, this is why I get why people love the, love the lore and love the whole story because it is like as a concept it is it's that compassion rules and compassion is the thing you should aim for but in in moments of, of anger you can have fleeting power you can have fleeting power and i'm not saying power is a good thing i literally mean yeah power in a moment i'm not saying you know you know emotional power or anything but you have that you're able to feel that power but actually truly being the compassion and having good things in the world that last longer and in moments of fighting like that yeah the anger might rule but overall it's love that sort of conquers i guess that's a lot um, that's yeah, not where i thought that was gonna end. i didn't <laughs> think that's where it's gonna end up <laughs> i didn't know anything though. but yeah man so yeah uh so in the fight we finally get to see yoda fight yes 
Yeah. Uh, during the fight, it's just ba- uh, exchanging it's terrible. different powers. It's The CG's pretty good. Uh, oh, no, that's, that, that bit's fine. It's an interesting fight. Yeah, it's fine. But Count Dooku gets away via making Yoda hold something with the Force. Yeah. To not crush Anakin and... Sure. Again, what's the Force? What, what was... <laughs> <laughs> and we are then seen... Uh, Queen Amad- not Queen Senator Amadala and Anakin get married, and Anakin now has a robotic arm. Yeah, leading us foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, as uh, we see the clone army preparing to go to battle. Yes, and that's how the film ends. Yes, yes. So we've talked for a, whew, a good c- couple of hours now. I think so. Anyone, thank you for uh, being with us, by the way. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's about two hours now. So, um, thoughts overall? Overall, just... Uh, oh, when, I f- when we first started this, I was like, oh, <laughs> not really into it, but you've actually kind of swayed me into the... Uh, no. Into the, the thinking... Pretty good. The thinking of it, and yeah, yeah. It, it does have a nice undertone of... So, sort of like history. It's, mm. It is like watching a bit of like the History Channel mm. for Star Wars. There's depth. With it. There's, yeah, a lot, there's, there's a lot of depth. It, the, the trouble with it is it's not conveyed no. succinctly enough for me to have got it yeah. without having to sit down and like you guys are doing now and have someone mm. explain it to you. Yeah. And it also means it also like, you know, I might be wrong. Yeah. Um, because I don't think, I don't, I mean, I guess... Is it good or bad that it's not over? I mean, it's it's good that it's not hitting you over the head with it, but then if it's just that I'm... No, nothing happens. Nothing happens by accident in the film. So so I'm going to give him credit. I've got to give him... I'm going to give him credit, and I'm going to... I really... I, I, I think I like this film more in theory than I do in actuality. I think that's... And um, I, I like... I like the... I like... I like it... I like to. I really have enjoyed. I loved talking about it like this. I loved what I what I found in it. Um. So actually, no, no. It is really good. It, it, it is. It is a really. It's like. It's like a great concept. Um. That maybe I would have. I just would have liked it to have been a little bit better in execution. I think as yes. some of some of the acting really lets it down. Some of the action really lets it down. I mean, some of the some of the the, the scenes, some of the the, the, the political scenes, the, the, the lines that make no sense. Yes, like the um, she's the leader of the opposition. <laughs> She'll never leave. I said, like, wait, what do you mean the opposition? And then then we 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 discussed that for a while. We're like, yeah. wait, <laughs> does she mean she's part of the opposition, and she's against the republic, or the republic? Or, no, is or the republic is against what she's trying to. No, the it's... republic's against. She is against them getting the clone army. We don't know about the clone army then. She's against relinquishing. How she's she's I it's because she's getting sent away. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but it's just it's things like that, and then there's just there's some of it. There's some bits that just don't make sense at all. There's things, it's like he goes, it's like George goes, yeah, Georgie boy, plots the, plots the map on, on paper and goes, comes up with really good A, 
B, C, D, E, cool. Alright, sweet. Then he spreads that out a little bit and he goes, what's in between these though? And then he goes, mm, someone else did that. <laughs> or he like sort of just hand fists something. He's like, yeah. it's like he goes, A, he writes, writes the first scene like that he has the idea for and then he goes, what's around this though? And he just goes, um, scene! And then, yeah. and then it, it just doesn't. It doesn't have the because the depth of thought that's in it, and the depth of the philosophy that's in it. That's a thing because that's, that's yeah, there's so much thought that's gone into that pro. Like there's such a process to get to those kind of idea uh, ideas. But then there's other scenes and bits, and that just it's like it feels like there's no care at all. I think it feels like an idea that has been overproduced at points where to the point where it, it seems farcical of what he actually wants to convey I, don't, I mean I don't even know if it's overproduced I think it's almost I think it's the opposite I think it's almost negligence I think it's almost like a, ah that'll do you know in some of the some of the scenes some of the dialogue and stuff like some of the bits so when they're like when they're sitting there and they're talking and they're like, oh, like how right like if if Anakin, this is what I mean about the sort of yeah, that's that that's fine. Is that so? Anakin can sense his mum, and I get that it's his mum, right? So I get that it's so he can sense the the tighter. Her is much much greater than it would be anything else. But all it takes is a conversation with Obi Wan, and now he's not sensing anything in the room. Mm. When the when the millipede, the poisonous <laughs> millipede, after the chain of. Millipede to fly from flying droid from from assassin from bounty hunter from everyone else, um, you know. So it and it's that's what I mean about it feeling negligent, like and it just being like that'll do because it's like that seems fine. So it's like that seems fine if it doesn't link to his powers in the other scene. If these aren't they aren't yeah. all tied in. So that's what I mean about it being almost a bit like yeah, that's fine. And so there's really good bits that have that there's been so much thought put into. Like I said, like all the what I consider the the references to like the the sort of the weapons of mass destruction not actually being there and using these lies and the political powers not being trusted and all that stuff. That much love and thought has gone into that and attention to detail in that. Mm. But then from scene to scene, we don't know what the force means. From scene to scene, these characters have different motivations. From scene to scene, it's just. Blah. Because we're getting from place to place to place, and it's not that important. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. But I, w I argue that again. Yeah, I think, like I say, like I think he's 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 thought about it too much. He's kind of forgot to tell us. <laughs> like, yeah. Like cut us into it. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is what I mean. Like when he's overproducing. <laughs> yeah. Right now, like, I get what you mean. Like, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's, he's <laughs> this is past two hundred, whereas in past one, where it was all on the nose and everything, it's just like I need to get here. It's just it got to page like we're we're here now anyway, right. and we forgot to tell us. Yeah, and he's yeah. It's so it's so deep. He's gone to so many levels of subtlety and whatever that it's like he's yeah. Do you know what? That's exactly what he's done. He's overthought some to the point where he layers it so subtly that it's not clear. And then others he's just left on the surface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a pretty yeah. So would you watch it again? Uh, I'm gonna have to watch well, yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna again. have to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I know as I watch it again, I'm just gonna get annoyed at it because it there's 
the potential. I yeah, think now that you see you, all you this see stuff. the potential yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just annoying. Well, so I like I I think um, definitely. So one, I'm not watching again. So I think that's how we should sort of do this at the end. Sort of say, will we watch it? Would not for study purposes or for podcast purposes, just because you wanted to. Would you ever put uh, a t- episode one on for fun? Yeah. You would Phantom Menace. You put Phantom Menace on. Oh no! Oh, sorry, no. I'm going back to that one. Sorry. Oh, Phantom one. Menace. Phantom no. Menace. No. No. Me only, only to laugh. I exactly. Think. So absolutely not. So, uh, but episode two, would you watch it again? Yeah. Yeah. Give it episode two. It's the kind of thing that if, say, Christmas Day, if it's on, 100% yeah. I'll watch it with the family. And exactly. It. Would I sit and put it on on my own? Probably not. I might. I might. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it on my own. No, I wouldn't watch it's it on my own. too long to watch on my own. Yeah. So, yeah. So, nah. But, I like it. I like, yeah. I like it. I'm pleased. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm really, I, it's definitely better than one. It's better than I remember it. I thought, like I said, I thought, and I think general consensus is this is the worst one. Maybe I think cause... most people think this is the worst one, and I think they get caught up in the CG and they're not clever. They don't see the stuff that I've maybe found on my own that isn't really there, but I'm making parallels. Maybe it's all an accident, right? But there is no accident. There is an accident. Only the fall. <laughs> <laughs> New um, hope, people. Uh, and, and I think uh, see, I, I think we should. I think we should probably end it there, then, mate. I think. Yeah. Uh, just quickly before we go. Yes. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I don't remember it, mate. You don't remember no. it at all. No, I, I remember, remember the end fight. I remember obviously. No, I remember this being my favourite one of the three. I don't. I literally have no. I have no. I've no. I don't. Remember. I remember his hair being longer. Yep. Wow. I don't think I've watched this much. The third act. The third act is, from my memory, the yeah. third act. There's not much that I hate about it really? until the last scene. Right. <laughs> so I've not, I remember the I remember the last I remember the, 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 the sort of the fight. I have visuals of it, obviously certain lines. Um well, there's been certain foreshadowing from earlier and then um but um I think the same as like Return of the King is the one that I've watched the least in the trilogy I mean the trilogy the third in the trilogy tends to be the la- the one you watch the least right because you watch the first one then to get ready to watch the second one you watch the first one again so get ready to watch the third one you at least watch the first and the second ready to watch the third so in that process I watched I love what you most people I think will have watched it watched the first three times second twice and the third one switch it around so um, I think that's what would have happened with this I, th- I don't remember going back to it I don't think I literally I actually don't think I've watched it since watching it in the cinema Ooh, I don't yeah. think I don't remember I don't actually remember but you know how bad my memory is yeah. I, I took a few knocks to <laughs> and face and body but uh, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to I'm really looking forward to it. after this one the the jump in quality of story that I found from one to two is quite extreme and i'm happy about that in a in a positive way i know that i'm excited to see uh anakin develop um i like i think he become i'm hoping he gets better at acting he's not the worst he's nowhere near as bad as i thought he was and uh i'm just looking for, yeah i'm really looking forward to it really awesome. excited yeah awesome um yeah yeah let's get on it then sweet man uh, all right man 
Well, we've. Uh, if, um, thank you guys so much for for listening. Um, we're gonna. I'm not gonna put a song at the end of this. Like I said, like I said, I was gonna do on the other one because then it's taking forever for Spotify to clear it. And if uh, if you listen to the, if I haven't, if you listen to the first episode, and it has got the song on it in full, and it's got the intro song on it in full, I apologize. I didn't know that's how it was gonna work. So um, <laughs> I'll have put it in the notes to skip ahead. Thank you for skipping ahead. Um, yeah, thanks so much, man. We've been uh, we've been to Jacks. I'm Steve Valenzino. I'm Benny Bruno, and uh, we'll be back next time. Jacking it with Force, episode three. And of course, we'd be fools, fools, if we didn't use this opportunity while we've got you to send, tell you to head over to Spotify, wherever you get your music, and check out the Jacks. That's T H E J A C K S. And that's with a full stop at the end, all one word, so it's easier for you to find. Go out, head over, support us. We are, we are the Jacks. That's where we want to, we want to try and build that platform as well. So please go, give us some streams, some listens, etc. And here's a little preview of one of our songs. We call it Katona. And love. Peace.